Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints. This is David, and in this video, I'm going to talk about the next phase of the Roman beast kingdom, the Earth Beast of Revelation 13. Some historicists, primarily Seventh-day Adventists, teach that the second beast of Revelation 13, the Earth Beast, is the USA, because it was created out of a large, mostly unpopulated land, and because America appears to be the most powerful nation in the world. But as you saw in the Beast of Daniel video, Daniel only describes four beast kingdoms that would rule the world. And we can see how they have been fulfilled by Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. Looking at the Revelation layers chart, we see that Revelation 12 and 13 gives the narrative of the Roman beast kingdom to show us the leaders of the different phases, the pagan Roman emperors, the Antichrist beast popes, and the false prophet Jesuit superior general. If you don't have that chart, I will provide a link in the description to the summary studies, and on there is a link to the chart that you can print out. We are now in the last phase, when the false prophet Jesuit Superior General controls the Roman beast kingdom from the Vatican to control the world. He uses the guise of a Christian priest, like a lamb, to serve his god, Satan, the dragon, to make war with Messiah and his saints. He is a false prophet, a fake priest, in the harlot church of Rome. He exercises his authority in front of the Antichrist beast pope, the white pope. And here we see a picture of Pope Francis, who is the Antichrist beast, it's the office of the papacy, and Arturo Sosa, who is the black pope, the false prophet, Jesuit superior general. Again, it's an office, but this is the one that's in power right now. To set up the proper context, let's recap the vile judgments that have been poured out up to this point. The vile judgments are poured out on the Catholics who revered Mark on the forehead and obeyed Mark on the right hand their actions, the Antichrist beast pope, in killing the Protestants. But there is a subplot in that these countries had kicked the Jesuits out. So the society of Satan in Rome was seeking revenge. Ultimately, their evil ways are used by Yah the Heavenly Father to carry out his righteous judgments. The first vile judgment was the outbreak of atheism and social upheaval in France, which set the stage for the bloody revolution. The second vile judgment was fulfilled by the French Revolution in the great cities of France, where saints had been killed. Many French were killed in the same places, including the king and Catholic priest. The French Navy was also desolated, so blood filled the waters. The third vile judgment points to the French Revolution spreading out to the areas of the rivers where the saints had been killed. Those with the mark of the beast faced the same fate as had the Protestants whom they had killed, in the same places of the big cities and the rural areas by the rivers. The fourth vile judgment was fulfilled with the bloody Napoleonic Wars, which scorched Europe. This was punishment on the countries that had revered and obeyed the Antichrist beast pope in killing the saints during the Inquisition, and these countries had kicked the Jesuits out, so they're seeking revenge against them. The fifth vile judgment points to the civil seat of the Antichrist beast popes being removed when the pope was taken captive and removed from civil authority, ending their 1260-year reign of power from 538 to 1798 A.D. Since then, the false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, has controlled the Vatican, but he can't rule openly as people understood the evil nature of the Jesuits. So he uses the white pope as the front man to gather the world under their authority. So let's go through the earth beast narrative in Revelation 13 to see who it is describing. 
Revelation 13.11 says, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. And the term beast in Revelation 13 is not just pointing to a kingdom, but to the leader of the Roman beast kingdom. This is a really important point, as many people proclaim that the beasts in Revelation 13 are new beast kingdoms after the Roman beast kingdom, such as the USA. But the Bible is its own dictionary, so let's look to see what the word beast means and apply it. The Strong's Greek word for beast is therion, which means a dangerous animal, venomous wild beast. The same word is used in Titus 1, 10 through 12. For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. So now let's apply it to the popes of Rome, who are called the beast in Revelation. They have a track record of being liars, vain talkers who teach concepts which are contrary to scripture, who steal the wealth of Catholics with promises of reduced time in purgatory and salvation for filthy lucre's sake. So they fulfill it. In 1 Corinthians 15.32, the Apostle Paul mentions fighting with beastly men. He says, If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage it me if the dead rise not? The phrase fought with beasts in Strong's Greek Dictionary is theriomachio, which means to be a beast fighter, to encounter furious men, to fight with wild beasts. He's saying that he has contended with furious men who should be regarded as wild beasts. Peter the Apostle pointed to false prophets. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness they shall with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingeth not, and their damnation slumbeth not. In the Mystery of Iniquity video, I show how Simon Magus, the magician who tried to buy the power of the Holy Spirit, went to Rome to feign to be an apostle of Messiah, and that he was potentially the first bishop, pope, of the false religion of Romanism. Peter and Paul went to Rome to oppose him, and he attempted to levitate after leaping from the top of a building. They prayed against him and caused him to fall and break his leg, which led to his death, and this may have led to their being killed by Nero. Peter calls them brute beasts, but these as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are in blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings, while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, a heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way and have gone astray, fallen the way of Balaam, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. So keeping in mind that the Roman Catholic Church says that Peter, the apostle, was the first pope, it's ironic to see how Peter described the Antichrist beast character, which is fulfilled by the popes. The word beast in Greek can point to a lying, vain, talking deceiver and to a false prophet. So we can see how it applies to the Pope of Rome, a false priest who pretends to serve Messiah to better make war with his saints. 
the one who is called the beast by john in revelation is the office of the papacy the popes of rome he is the main adversary of messiah and of saints through the dark ages and the inquisition and now john declares another beast another liar another deceiver the black pope rises the power over the roman beast kingdom instead of being called the beast this pope is called the false prophet john gill's exposition of the entire bible says and i behold another beast the same with the first only in another form it's not interesting right so it's the same he's a fake priest only in another form the same for being and person but under a different consideration the same antichrist but appearing in another light and view the first beast is the pope of rome so the word earth in strong's greek is gay which means soil by extension a region or a solid part of the whole of the terrain globe including the occupants in each application so it's pointing to a country or a ground a land or a world john is pointing to a new phase of the roman beast kingdom and saying that the leader would rise to power out of the region the land of the vatican the headquarters of the previous leader the antichrist beast pope and that's what the false prophet jesuit superior general did it was the false prophet jesuit superior general who was empowered in 1540 a.d who lived in the land the earth of the vatican for over 250 years it was the general who caused the vile judgments to be carried out against Catholic countries that had kicked the Society of Jesus out. And it was the general who caused Napoleon's army to take the Pope captive, ending his 1260-year reign of power in 1798. So notice that the narrative of the earth beast in Revelation 13, 11-6 is pointing to he, a man, the leader of the end times phase of the Roman beast kingdom. So just as the Antichrist beast is pointing to the office of the papacy, the he of the earth beast narrative is pointing to the office of the false prophet Jesuit superior general, which started in 1541, but he didn't take power until 1798. Horns in Bible prophecy points to leaders. The little horn of Daniel 7 is fulfilled by the office of the papacy, the popes of Rome. The goat with the large horn in Daniel 8 is pointing to Alexander the Great. The little horn in Daniel 8 is Antichius Epiphanes, a less powerful leader. The end times phase of the Roman beast has two horns like a lamb, which means that it has two leaders who pretend to be Messiah's priests, the black pope and the white pope, the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, and the antichrist beast pope. They are empowered by Satan, which is the unholy trinity. So Revelation 12, 3 points to Satan the dragon, using the pagan Roman empire to make war against Messiah's ecclesia of saints during 10 persecution periods. It says, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. So it's pointing to the pagan Roman Empire, which had seven forms of government. So that's the seven heads. Revelation 13.1 points to Satan using the Antichrist beast popes to make war against the saints during the Dark Ages and Inquisitions. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast, a false priest, rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon its horns ten crowns, and upon its heads the names of blasphemy. Revelation 13.11 points to the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, rising to power out of the land of the Vatican to make war with the saints. Sells and I beheld another beast, another fake priest, coming up out of the earth of the Vatican. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake like a dragon. We see more proof of this unholy trinity in these verses. Revelation 16.13 says that the three unclean spirits came out of the dragon, Satan, the Antichrist beast, Pope, and the false prophet, Jesuit superior general. Revelation 19.20 tells us that the Antichrist beast and the false prophet will be captured and thrown into the fiery pit. So it's pointing to two leaders. So when SDAs point to the USA being the earth beast, they might say it's the 
the two horns or the two parties, Republican and Democrat. But that, that's not going to be captured and thrown into the fiery pit. It's going to be two men who deceive the world. It's going to be the two men, the white pope and the black pope, who are captured. Revelation 22 says that Satan the dragon is bound. So we see the unholy trinity. Revelation 20.10 says that Satan the dragon is cast into the lake of fire with the Antichrist beast and the false prophet. So again, we see Satan. We see the Antichrist beast pope and the false prophet, Joseph's superior general. So again, we see the two leaders that Satan used to deceive the world. Note that the text of Revelation 13.11 does not declare that the earth beast would start like a lamb and then become like a dragon, as some people proclaim about America, that we started out with a Christian foundation and then we've lost our way and become more satanic. It's saying that they do both things at once at the same time. They pretend to be priests of the lamb, Messiah, but they serve Satan, the dragon. Interestingly, Francesco Borgia, the third Jesuit superior general, said, We came in like lambs and will rule like wolves. We shall be expelled like dogs and return like eagles. So they're telling you, they came in like lambs and they're going to rule like wolves. This lines up with Messiah's words in Matthew 7, 15 to 17. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly there were ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A false prophet is a fake priest. The false prophet Jesuit superior general is not even a Catholic. He's a Satanist who speaks like a dragon. He pretends to be pious, but that is just an act to hide the evil that resides in him. Their fruit is so bad that even Catholic countries kick them out. Thomas Coe's commentary on the Holy Bible in the early 19th century says, for the false prophet, no more than a beast is a single man, but a body or succession of men propagating false doctrines and teaching lies for sacred truths. Another beast or the same power under another form appears like a lamb with two horns, the symbol of his dominion, temporal and spiritual, who, with all pretended meekness and humility, has all the pride and rage of the old dragon, exercising all the power of the first beast and causing all the earth to worship him in his own universal, temporal, as well as spiritual jurisdiction with lying miracles supporting his idolatrous worship, deceiving the inhabitants of the earth and leading them to erect the image of the first beast whose deadly head wound was healed and pay their adoration to the idol, blindly and implicitly submitting to the authority of the Pope and the constitutions of paganism revived in the Church of Rome, giving life to the image of the beast, enforcing all the canons and laws of his idolatrous worship. By excommunications, fire, and sword, making it death to refuse obedience to the papal power, setting a mark upon the votaries of the beast, and excluding those who would not submit to make a profession of this system of error and blasphemy. In the book, The Jesuits, Their Moral Maxims and Plots Against Kings, Nations, and Churches in the 19th Century, James Aiken Wiley says, Never was the description more applicable or the warning that accompanies it more needful. The Jesuits came to us in the name of him who was holy, harmless, undefiled, and separate from sinners. They called themselves the companions of the company of Jesus. The name is but sheep's clothing. Let us apply the test. By their fruits you shall know them. Their teaching is the doctrine of devils, and their deeds are the works of Satan. Revelation 13:12 says, And he exerciseth all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and causeth the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Recall that the Society of Jesus had been kicked out of many countries, including Catholic ones. So the Jesuit superior general can't openly rule the Vatican, as they knew his evil ways. So the black pope stays in the background and uses the white pope to be the spokesman for the Vatican. 
But it is the Jesuit Superior General who controls the city-state corporation of Vatican City, and he exercises his authority in front of the white pope. Alexander Robertson puts it thus, The general of the Jesuits, the black pope, is the real and only pope. The one who bears the title is but a figurehead. It is the Jesuits' policy he pursues, their voice that speaks through him, their hand that guides him. When illustrating this fact to me, Count Compello, who was a great friend of the late Pope Pius IX, drew a circle and said, Within that circle he, the Pope, is free. If he crosses it, he is a dead man. Michelangelo Tamburini, the Jesuit Superior General from 1706 to 1730, said, See, sir, from this chamber I govern, not only to Paris, but to China, not only to China, but to all the world, without anyone knowing how I do it. It was Ignatius Loyola who said, We are called the wind of God, not only a single nation, a single country, but all nations, all the kingdoms of the world. And by God, Ignatius is pointing not to the Heavenly Father, but to the Pope, who is proclaimed to be God. Romanism, the Pope's apostate version of the true faith, was created to make war with Messiah and his saints by infiltrating Messiah's ecclesia from within. During the Pope's 1260-year reign, they did exactly that, as they falsely proclaimed to be the leader of the one true church, while teaching doctrine contrary to scripture, teaching a false salvation message, and persecuting the true ecclesia of saints. And now, the Jesuit Superior General has taken the deception to the next level. They've sent Society of Jesus priests around the world to teach a false salvation message. Over the past century, the number of Catholics worldwide has more than quadrupled. From an estimated 290 million in 1910 to nearly 1.2 billion as of 2010, according to a comprehensive demographic study. The Sub-Saharan had 1.2 million in 1910, and now there are 171 million in 2010. Latin America and the Caribbean had 70.6 million in 1910, and now there are 426.5 million in 2010. Asia Pacific had 13.9 million in 1910, and now there are 130.6 million in 2010. That's a staggering growth rate of Catholics who revere the Antichrist be spoke. So we can see how the false prophet is causing the world to revere and obey the Antichrist peace Pope. Brigadier General Thomas M. Harris, a physician and Union General during the American Civil War, reportedly said, The organization of the Roman Catholic Church hierarchy is a complete military despotism, of which the Pope is the ostensible head, but of which the Black Pope, the Superior General, is the real head. The Black Pope is the head of the order of the Jesuits and is called the General. He not only has command of his own order, but directs and controls the general policy of the Roman Catholic Church is the power behind the throne and is the real potential head of the hierarchy. The whole machine is under the strictest rules of military discipline. The whole thought and will of this machine to plan, propose, and execute is found in its head. There is no independence of thought or of action in its subordinate parts. Implicit and unquestioning obedience to the orders of superiors and authority is a sworn duty of the priesthood of every grade. Revelation 13, 13-14 says, And he doth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heavens on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image of the beast, which had the wound by the sword, and did live. Thomas Coe's commentary in the Holy Bible says, Miracles, visions, and revelations are the mighty boast of the Church of Rome, the contrivances of an artful, cunning clergy to impose upon ignorant and credulous laity. In 1917 AD, the Society of Jesus caused an event where 70,000 witnesses supposedly saw the sun 
contrary to cosmic laws, twirl in the sky, throw off colors, and descend to the earth. This event, which occurred in Fatima, Portugal, caused even unbelievers to drop onto their knees and beg for forgiveness immediately. The miracle of the sun supposedly confirmed the validity of the message of Fatima a message from the Virgin Mary, which warned about future calamity if people did not participate in the Eucharist communion. It served to draw the Muslim community towards the Roman Catholic Church, as they too revere Mary and believe that she was speaking through Fatima, Muhammad's daughter. Fire coming down from heaven may refer to the future, to the society Jesus using Tesla-inspired harp technology, military-directed energy weapons, holographic images in the sky from Project Bluebeam, etc., etc., Revelation 19.20 says that the false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, is a deceiver. Webster's 1828 Dictionary, which is based on the King James, has the following definitions. Jesuit, one of the Society of Jesus, so-called, founded by Ignatius Loyola, a society remarkable for their cunning in propagating their principles. Jesuitism, the arts, principles, and practices of the Jesuits. Cunning, deceit, hypocrisy, prevarication, deceptive practices to effect a purpose. That's a perfect definition of the false prophet Jesuit superior general and his army of priests. Strong's Greek word for false prophet is pseudo-prophetes, which means a spurious prophet, pretended foreteller, a religious imposter, a false prophet, untrue, erroneous, deceitful, wicked, false, liar. So we're seeing the same words that we saw in the, in the term beast. The false prophet is a religious imposter who is deceitful and wicked. That's the false prophet Jesuit superior general. He pretends to be a priest and messiah to better make war with him and his saints. He can't rule openly because of the bad reputation of the society of Jesus, so he rules in the shadows. In 185 AD, Arrhenius held that the lamb-like leader would be a false prophet. In 380 AD, Deconius said that the leader of the earth beats would be a false priest. In 1259 AD, Ubertino of Casal even equated it with the Romanist clergy. How interesting. Andreas, the bishop of Caesarea, during the 5th century, describes the false prophet exhibiting a show of piety and with pretense of being a lamb when in fact a wolf. Promasius, the bishop of the Carthaginian province, in his 6th century commentary on the Apocalypse, views the second beast of Revelation 13, the two-horned beast, as ecclesiastic rulers, hypocritically feigning likeness to the Lamb in order to better make war against them. And the, by the mask of a Christian profession, under which mask the devil puts himself before men, acting out the mediator. The venerable Bede, in the 8th centuries, interprets the lamb-like beast of Revelation 13 as meaning Antichrist pseudo-Christian false prophet. He shows the horns of a lamb that he might secretly introduce the person of the dragon. For by the false assumption of sanctity, which the Lord truly had in himself, he pretends that a matchless life and wisdom are his. Of this beast, the Lord says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening wolves. Ambrose Ansbert, a Latin expositor in the 8th century, interpreted the second beast of Revelation 13 as signifying the preachers and ministers of Antichrist, feigning the Lamb in order to carry out their hostility against the Lamb. Just as Antichrist too, the first beast's head wounded to death, would, he says, exhibit himself pro-Christo in Christ's place. In his commentary on the Apocalypse in the 12th century, Joachim Abbas declared, The harlot city reigning over the kings of the earth undoubtedly meant Rome, and that the false prophet foretold in the Apocalypse would probably issue out of the bosom of the church, out of the earth, out of the land of the Vatican. So they understood that the false prophet, the leader of the last phase of the Roman beast kingdom, 
would rise the power out of the earth, out of the land, out of the Vatican of the previous leader, the Antichrist Beast Pope. They foretold that they would pretend to be a priest of Messiah to make war with him and the saints. Beyond the false prophet Jesuit Superior General causing Society of Jesus Priests to spread around the world to preach a false gospel, which now causes 1.3 billion Catholics to revere the Antichrist Beast Popes, let's look to see how he's used his militant army to create deception after deception. They created the false futuristic prophecy fulfillment explanations. As you saw in the futuristic deceptions video, the false prophet Jesuit Superior General had Jesuit priests create these false explanations in the 16th century to counter the reformers, who rightly identified the office of the papacy, fulfilling prophecy as the son of perdition and the Antichrist beast. The Society of Jesus explanations didn't take hold for a few centuries, but they have gained a stronghold during the last century so that they deceive the majority of people now. They also created false preterism deceptions, which proclaimed that all of Revelation was fulfilled in the first few centuries and that Nero was the Antichrist. Sadly, these false narratives deceive most believers today, as the enemy has used Dallas Theological Seminary and other Bible colleges to spread the leaven of their deceptions all over the world. They created false religions, which are daughters of the mother, the harlot church of Rome. There was no way to stop the saints from proclaiming the gospel. So the Society of Jesus used Freemasons to create false Christian denominations, which pervert the gospel. This includes Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, and other Christian sects whose teachings are contrary to scripture. These Christian cults mislead people and cause division. The Society of Jesus have infiltrated Protestant denominations to bring them back under Rome's teachings and an alliance with Rome. The only denomination that declares that the popes are the Antichrist beast is the Seventh-day Adventist Church. But now they appear to have been infiltrated as their explanations deflect blame away from the Antichrist beast pope and the false prophet Jesuit Superior General. They teach that America is the earth beast, not the false prophet Jesuit Superior General Roman beast. That is a huge point as their teachings deflect blame away from the one man who's at the top of the power pyramid. John Wesley wrote, the false prophet, so is called the second beast, the earth beast of Revelation 13, frequently named after the kingdom of the first beast, is darkened, for he can no longer prevail by main strength and so works by lies and deceits. The society of Jesus can't rule openly because people still know their sordid past, so they control the world through many front organizations, hiding their power and causing people to blame other people groups. Let's circle back to the teaching that the USA is the earth beast of Revelation 13. We can see how it is the end times phase of the Roman beast kingdom, which is led by two horns, two leaders, the false prophet Jesuit Superior General and the Antichrist beast Pope. This is confirmed in Revelation 16, 19, and 20, which point to two men who serve Satan. And we can see the consistent narrative that Revelation is describing the Satan-empowered leaders of the different phases of the Roman beast kingdom, the fourth beast kingdom of Daniel. The false prophet Jesuit Superior General helped found the USA, as the Jesuit Carroll family played a huge role in founding the USA to use for their agenda. The USA plays a role in the end times, but the District of Columbia is one of three city-state corporations that the general uses to control the world. D.C. is used to control the 50 states, but it is a separate entity, which is covertly controlled by the general in Rome. And we see those city-state corporations here. It's the city-state corporation of the city of London, which controls the financial systems. It's the Vatican City, which is a city-state corporation, which controls the religious aspect of the world. And it's Washington, D.C., which is a city-state corporation which controls the military and intelligence agencies of the world. In the next video, I'll talk about the secret destiny of the United States of America.
Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.